and welcome to this week's episode of Saber Team. And I am Jake. So we got to get right onto the topic you were begging me to talk about. What's that? If Tom Brady joined the Jets. <laughs> He's not joining the Jets. Like, that dude Whoa, is... Jake. Wow, you didn't even set me up for success today. That, uh, yeah, oh, man, my bad, dude. Um, yeah, no, Tom, Bra- Tom Brady has literally said, I there's not a team in the NFL I enjoy beating more than the New York Jets. I hate the New York Jets. He hates the Jets. Like, he's not coming here. They Why? Ch- Why does he hate them? He just had a he here. Pause it. We'll fix it. <laughs> Batter struck out. So game over. Who won? Tampa. Oh. Lost. That's what happens when. It's because you, you turned it off. Probably. It's what happens when you uh, strike out. How many times did they strike out today? I don't know. Too many, I assume. Ten. Oh my God. No, ten is gets worse. Thirteen, fifteen strikeouts. Well, baseball rules, dude. Uh, yeah, I'm so glad. Thank you, Aaron Rodgers, for saving me from jumping on the Jets bandwagon. <laughs> I'm, uh, I've got a, I've got a, right, okay, so a couple things. Yeah. My, like, I, I don't know how to even describe the level of disappointment. Yeah. That I had. Because, I mean, the Jets have been essentially a laughing stock for the last 10 years. Yeah. In the Jets, for whatever reason, really have been the the league's laughing stock. It feels like at least like one of like three or four teams in the league that are consistently considered bottom dwellers in the entire league. And in a lot of years, that f- the Jets do fit that um, that description. Okay. But and they, you know, this longest playoff drought. You know, it's longest playoff drought and. Uh, in in NF and right now currently in the NFL at I think it's twelve years. It probably is gonna be thirteen this year. <laughs> um and but we had the roster to go do it. We had like if you watch the Jets and if you watch that game on Monday night, that roster across the board, special teams, defense, skill position, running backs Offensive line, a little spotty, but I think it's manageable with a decent quarterback who knows how to shift protections, knows how to get the ball out quickly, like how to read defenses. He can make up for a average offense, I think average at best offensive line. It's not terrible, but it's not great. I think that's it's man. it was a manageable offensive line with somebody like Aaron Rodgers. Okay. So if you've got above, if you've got above average to elite at almost every position group, then as your roster, and then you like minus San, oh, like Sands quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, last year they were set, they started the season um, six and three, then right. they were seven and four. It looked like they were going to make the playoffs, and then they lost six straight because their quarterback situation was a complete mess. Their entire offensive line got hurt. Their top running back got hurt. They just dealt with a whole bunch of offensive injuries. They became completely inept. They couldn't win. <laughs> Missed the playoffs. All right, big disappointment. This year they're like. We have, and and I said, no matter how this season ends up, and now, nowhere in my mind did I see the season going this way. I should have known. You should have known. As a lifelong Jet fan, we yeah. can't have nice things. These things happen. We are constantly cursed. Um, it's the same thing with the Blazers. You know, the Greg Oden injury, the Brandon Roy injury. Yeah. It's just every single time you feel like we've we're going to take that next step, even if that even if we're not at championship contender, we're in that conversation. Upward mobility. On the periphery of that conversation. Yeah. And that's where the Jets were. 
the Jets were, you know, maybe it's not this year, but Rodgers has already said publicly that he was he's he was planning on playing for multiple years with the Jets. This was not going to be a one-year thing. Yeah. So it's like, all right, great. He builds, we build towards something, we break that playoff drought. Maybe we win a game in the playoffs, lose a close game to the Chiefs or the Bills or somebody who's really good in the AFC. And then mm-hmm. next year, we've got the experience. Everybody's all the young guys around Rodgers is a year older. That's when we make our push. Right. Fast forward. I mean, I it just I did not allow myself. I now I wish I had gone back and allowed myself to doubt. The, no, allowed myself to actually have like actually enjoy the process of raw. Like I spent all summer waiting for the shoe to drop. In terms of the you know it coming uh-huh. out and not being good. Uh, like he, like the team wasn't good. I, I, I just thought like what's going to happen is he's going to come here and things are going to happen. People are going to get hurt around him. The team's not going to be very good mm-hmm. and it's all going to blow up. They're going to fire the head coach at the end of the season. Like that's just how I thought the season was going to end up going. Yeah. Cause that's how it usually goes. But to have it end in four plays, it's not ended. Look, you don't know anything about the jets. I know you that don't Zach know. Wilson said, is that his name? Yes. He said that he is you're in luck. You're in luck cuz what he said was he's going to try to mirror his game and learn from Rodgers. That's great. I hope he does. <laughs> the, he he is without a doubt has been the worst quarterback. Unpl- like why is he so bad? It's a litany of things. How much how much do you want to know? I don't want to bore our audience, so not too much. <laughs> He is, he is it a personality type I, I issue? Think it's a lot. It's it's a it's a like I said, it's a litany wow. of things. It started with he was a quarterback with tremendous amount of raw talent. Mm-hmm. He played for BYU. Mm-hmm. He um he started the so this was just kind of honestly a very unfortunate set of circumstances. He was. A one-year, he was essentially a one-year starter at BYU okay. during the COVID season, mm-hmm. where BYU the schedule was all in flux. They wouldn't were playing anybody who would play them, play them because yeah. they don't play in a conference. So basically, BYU can essentially pick and choose who they want to play. Okay, so they had a really good season, and Zach Wilson had all of this moxie. He wore like this headband that always had that literally wrote like anyone, anytime, anywhere on the mm-hmm. headband. And that was like his whole mantra. Like the BYU team was good. Yeah. And the kid has a cannon for an arm. Okay. Throwing against Aaron Shorts, the kid looks like honestly the next Aaron Rodgers. Okay. He has that type of off schedule play where he can just roll out of the pocket feet not planted and throw the ball on a on a line for fifty yards. Like okay. has elite arm talent the problem is is that when you're talking about a one-year starter in a covid year when nobody could scout there was no nfl combine there was Mm. no ability to meet with these guys one-on-one everything was through zoom everything was watching tape you couldn't really wow actually analyze this guy yeah so there wasn't a lot of tape on him it was a covid year the jets have the number two overall pick in the draft after going two and 14 the year before that just missing out on the number one overall pick by one win mm-hmm. because they won a meaningless That's right. they won That's two right. meaningless games at the end of the season it kept them from getting Trevor Lawrence who is now considered a a 
unanimous top 10 quarterback in his third. He, he plays for the Jaguars. Okay. Great quarterback. Was very good in college. It was like everybody was trying to tank for oh for, for Trevor Lawrence. And in classic Jets fashion, they <laughs> are bad, but they weren't bad enough. <laughs> it's like they, they were trying to lose, but they were bad at trying to lose. Right. I remember that. And so we have the number two overall mm-hmm. pick. And you're looking at, okay, we drafted Sam Darnold third overall a few years ago, mm-hmm. but a new regime has come in with had come in with the Jets. It was yeah. a new GM, it was a new head coach. Sam Darnold was who had underperformed, had been constantly hurt because of bad offensive line play and other things. The team was bad around him. It really wasn't completely his fault, but he also was never as good as he was drafted. Okay. So the, the new regime decides to trade Sam Darnold away, and we're going to draft a new quarterback for this new regime. Right. So they take Zach Wilson because they fell in love with the arm talent. Mm-hmm. All of the things that you can't measure by watching just film tape and mm-hmm. other things like that is mechanics, yeah, ability to read defenses, and then also leadership skills. Mm-hmm. And all three of those things are among some of the worst in the league you can fix the mechanical issues right although trying to do that at the nfl level is very difficult there are only a few handful of cases i can really think of where guys had really bad accuracy like had bad completion percentages Mm -hmm. in college and then it either got better like it got better in the nfl josh allen is probably the one i can really think of right now he's the bills quarterback where he was a like slightly above 50% in college gets the NFL after like two years gets l- linked up with Brian Dable. They fix his mechanical issues and all of us to now the dude's throwing darts. Mm-hmm. So the, the jets, I think hampered Zach Wilson's ability to be a good quarterback and fix his mechanical issues because they had, this was a, the biggest nepotism hire was their offensive coordinator, oh, that's right, that's Michael right. Lafleur, yeah. who had never called plays before, had never developed anybody in his in his professional career, mm-hmm. is now given this super raw, mm. coming out of nowhere, like right Holy out of central cast, right out of central casting, blonde, good looking, never seen a black guy Mormon out of Utah, <laughs> right? All of a sudden, now is playing in New York, yeah, with a bunch of black teammates and he looked awkward. You see him standing with his, you see him standing around. He didn't know how to talk. He didn't know how to interact. Yeah. He was constantly like, just not one of the guys. So when things started going bad, he didn't have lead. There wasn't any sort of direction. So in step Rogers, Rogers allows him to completely reset. Like the team quit on Zach Wilson last year Mm -hmm. because he was, he was that bad, but also his attitude was terrible. Mm Mm-hmm. They had one game against New England where they lost by a field goal and it was a 10 to 3 game. No, sorry, it was a 10 to 3 game on a walk-off punt return. Mm-hmm. Harken back to Monday, which is why that was so great is if we finally get one cuz we lost on two punt returns last year. Mm-hmm. The defense gave up literally 3 points to New England and we lose 10 oh. we lose 10 to 3 and it Stan, this is was this was when Zach Wilson was done last year. Asked at the podium, you had negative two yards total offense in the second half, and your team scored three points and lost by a touchdown when your defense only gave up three points. Do you think you have some blame for that? And he said no. He Ooh. says I don't have. I don't think I take. I he's like I don't think I take blame for that. I should take blame for that. 
that's not what you say as a leader, yeah, right? Yeah, Even yeah, yeah. quarterbacks, when they know it's not their fault, yes. you win as a team, I need to do better, yeah. I need to lift There's them. a script. Yes. <laughs> Even if you don't believe it, and it's obvious to everybody yes. else, you as the leader, the quarterback is the leader, you're the most important position in all of sports, because I don't. there is not a single position in any professional sport that translates more to winning or losing than mm-hmm. quarterback does. That's in wild. I was thinking that this whole time, like how important that one piece is. So when you lose someone like Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. he blew out, blows out his Achilles. This isn't even like, it's not even like ACL with today's medical, with today's medical technology uh-huh. and rehab ACLs guys are coming back from ACLs eight to 12 months, right? He would be back by week one next year. Mm-hmm. And honestly, even at his age and Achilles with like how well he takes care of his body. And he was admitted. He was admittedly in his best shape of his life. Mm-hmm. He said he completely got a new dietitian, changed his whole, like he came here and embraced the jets. It was more than just what Aaron Rodgers is as a player. Right. It's what he did to the culture mm-hmm. making, us believe like I'm bringing stability to a position, the most important position on this roster than that. This team has probably had since Joe Namath in the seventies, right? This calming presence that when he is in, when he's in the huddle when he's under center, he is the smartest, most veteran player on the field. And I like, it gives, it just, that's kind of shit bleeds down right. to every single other aspect of right. the game to lose that yeah on a team that hasn't had it mm-hmm. a culture that has been nothing barred by nothing but losing for a de- over a decade mm-hmm. to lose that after four snaps i just can't even fathom I- i'm still processing <laughs> how disappointing that is yeah because I was waiting, I spent this entire time waiting for the other shoe to drop, yeah. thinking that at worst case scenario we're like a nine and eight team and barely missed the playoffs. Right. I didn't. You take that now. N- nowhere <laughs> in my did I believe that he would blow out his Achilles. Yeah. Which is like the worst injury. Oh yeah. In sports. Yeah. There is not a worse injury other than like maybe. Okay. Obviously, other than getting paralyzed, right, right, there is not a worse injury in sports yeah. to try to come back from, right. And then to try to do that as a forty-year-old, yeah. I he says he said today I'm planning on coming back. Yeah, we'll see. That is a gr- everybody, every NFL player who I've heard speak has talked about the Achilles injury and trying to rehab and come back from that. Have said that it is the most grueling and painful recovery. What about quarterbacks? Rehab. Obviously, it's going to be a little bit easier for quarterbacks yeah. um, than it would be for like a linebacker yeah. or for a running back or something like that, where you're constantly cutting and you're taking hits. I feel like so much responsibility is on that offensive line. But the thing is, is with with quarterbacks, is you still have to plant. You still yeah. have to be. You still have to wiggle. You've got to step up in the pocket. You've got to slide. It's still a very athletic position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at 40 years old, what are the chances that? He gets hit again and it goes again. Like, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what the like the like the reoccurring rate right, is right. for an Achilles injury. Yeah, but I know with like meniscuses and ACLs and stuff, once you've done it once, like you're probably pretty susceptible to having it again. Yeah. I so I, I don't know. Like, it's disappointing. Yeah. Does Zach? Can Zach? 
be competent enough because that defense dude is elite. Yeah. It is an elite defense. And they've got skill position players. And if the skill position players stay healthy, if Zach, from what I have seen, mm-hmm. would get the the small sliver of hope that I will allow myself to have. Okay. Is that and this and this is the last this is the last I'll talk about okay. it and we can move okay. on. Is that Zach Wilson was set up for failure with the previous offensive coordinator who mm. did not know how to draw plays that suited Zach Wilson right. and made life easier on Zach Wilson. This new offensive coordinator is more veteran. Mm-hmm. He has worked with Aaron Rodgers for a long, long time. Oh. He knows how to scheme an offense much better than the previous okay. guy. And from what I saw in the preseason, because the – now, I know it's preseason, but sure. when you're talking about mechanical issues, yeah, yeah, you're not yeah. worried about how tough the defense is. I want to see, is his feet getting set? Is he registering what the, like, mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. is my read, pre-snap, take the hut, hike. St- I take my three-step drop, my feet are set, balls, my, my arm and feet are all in rhythm and sync, delivering the football to where it needs to go. Okay. I saw that better than I had ever seen out of Zach him. Wilson from him during okay. the preseason. Okay. And other than the pick last week, yeah. which completely inexplicable that is a zach wilson type throw throwing into the middle of a zone defense where the <laughs> where the linebackers are buzzing into a sit back into a into a drop zone threw it right to the linebacker i don't know how he must have just closed his eyes and thrown the football because <laughs> i don't understand where he thought he was going with that right. there was no there wasn't there wasn't any window oh sometimes like you a quarterback gets got right quarterback doesn't see off coverage whatever sure. that There's was just nothing. that was there was nothing i don't yeah. You just close your eyes and throw the football. Yeah. Like that's the only explanation. Yeah. Other than that, his mechanics looks good. Okay. He knew when to get rid of the ball. And I think they can make the offense simple enough with the skill position players that it's still with they have. They've got an elite receiver like they've got a top 10 receiver in Garrett Wilson. They have I would say a above average total receiving core when you consider the tight ends. Mm-hmm. Running backs are above average at catching the ball out of the backfield. I think they've got one of the best running back combos in the league. I think when you take all of that into consideration, and it's just like Zach Wilson, it's not all on you to win the game with one throw. Right, right. Just move the ball, mm-hmm. keep the offense going, give your defense a rest, and we're going to win these games. Mm. We're going to win these games twenty-one. We're they're going to be white knuckling it, but we're going to win them twenty-one to you know twenty-one to fourteen. Right, right. Like just score enough to give your defense a chance, mm-hmm. and I think. From what I have seen, it is possible okay. for us to get to that point. But the first five, six games of this schedule are brutal. Yeah, that's what you're saying. It's just even with Rodgers, I was like, at best, we're three and three. Oh, okay. Now I'm hoping for like, if we can get two and four, if we can okay. just get one okay. more in this, the schedule really opens up afterwards. Yeah. Maybe we can come back and sneak into a wild card, but it's a long shot. Yeah. But it's just, it sucks knowing that your season is this, at least what you thought the season was going to be yes. is over in four steps. Yes. Yes. And everybody knows it. The guy at the mini Mart today knew it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hate every single person. Yeah. Because I don't know what it is about being a jet fan. Yeah. I could say I was a Jaguar fan or yeah. I was a Browns fan and I would not get the amount of sideways looks, um, constant text messaging. Every time something bad happens with the jets on a, on a nationally televised game, I get, 10 text messages from every random person in my life. Yeah, but everybody lives here. 
you're the outlier. I understand that. But there's I know people who are fans of all sorts of other teams. Yeah. And nobody takes the amount of shit that I take. I do the same thing, though. I have a friend who's a Cowboys fan. And anytime they're dog shit, I always text him. Yeah, and I don't give a shit about football. Yeah, but I mean, I got, yeah, Cowboys are an easily hateable team. True. The legacy and the yeah, Lakers fans. We're, we're America's team. Sure, 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 sure. You guys haven't won since the early '90s. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> the uh, how do you feel about Seahawks fans? I fuck them. I fart. I fart. <laughs> I fart in their general direction. What I heard from a the Seahawks fan that we we work with several, but the yes. one yes. who I'm thinking of, and you know, like yes. friend of the program, he he does this thing where he tries to make you think that like he's got it rough too. Like, yeah, that was real terrible what happened to Aaron Rodgers today. But, I mean, look at kind of what we're dealing with. What? (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't take it anymore. I tried to be... I tried to be I tried to be diplomatic. Yes. But it got to the point where it got so ridiculous when he told me it was... He was like, it was so bad. Seattle fans were leaving at halftime. And I, I lost my shit at that point. Yeah. I was like, you motherfuckers. You... You guys were supposed to be bad last, last year. year, and you still made the playoffs. Yeah. And guess what? You still beat the shit out of my team when you were supposed to be bad. Yeah. And you're going to whine about in week one? You're going to walk. Them you're going to walk out of this. Dude, every Seahawks fan I hear, oh, our offensive line isn't good. I heard from my other friend, oh, the Seahawks, a Sunday evening, but before the Jets game. Yeah. Seahawks are trash. Our offensive line is trash. Our defensive line is trash. I'm jumping on the bandwagon. Oh, contraire. They were jumping on what bandwagon? The Jets bandwagon. Oh, that's what you get. You don't get to jump on my bandwagon. <laughs> Even before Rodgers is injured, you don't get to jump on my yeah, bandwagon. Yeah, not allowed. You don't get to leave the Seahawk bandwagon, which you jumped on back in 2012 when they were when Russell Wilson was drafted. Yeah, writing all. You haven't had a bad season, <laughs> even when you're supposed to have one. But listen, they'll sell you on their season. Oh, it's so hard being a Seahawk fan. <laughs> I only watched my team win a Super Bowl once. Yeah, boo. You know I would kill. To watch the Blazers win a championship. What I would give to watch any of my teams right. win a championship. Yeah. Yeah. And you got it. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. You don't understand how hard that is. Yeah. Dude, it is hard to win championships. There's only a reason there's a reason why in the NBA there's only been a handful of actual championship teams. Yeah. Most and teams multiple championships. Yes. Most teams live in purgatory. Yeah. Do you think the Dallas Mavericks will probably ever win another one? Ooh, I don't think so. Exactly. I don't think That's so. That's why Dallas Maverick fans, but I would rather be a Luka's Dallas. Luka's damn good, though. I, but I would rather be a. And Kyrie Irving? They're not against in this West. I don't know. In, in their window. Who's the in the West that's even decent? Denver. Oh, Denver. Yeah, you can't fuck with Denver. Sorry. Phoenix. I apologize. My apologies to Denver. Phoenix in a year where they have uh, KD for the whole year. Who's their point guard? Um, Didn't they? They brought in somebody. They brought in somebody decent. I can't remember. I checked out basketball. Yeah, me too. Anyway, (sighs) uh, I I said to him, I finally said to him, I was like, I fart in your general direction. Oh, I heard. Straight out of Monty (laughs) Python and the Holy Grail. I I, I messaged you and said, did you just say that you fart? Fart in the general direction of Seahawks fans. You're like, fuck yeah, I, I did. I just <laughs> no. I'm sorry. You don't get to come and complain to me. Yeah. The day after my, the one time I've had hope in the last yes. decade, 
came crashing down. Even though we won the game, it definitely didn't feel like it. Right. And pretend you're on equal footing. Yeah. No, I had another person come up. The yeah. Weird, the weirdo that sits over on the other side. Yes. He comes up to me at the end of the day and he yeah. goes, so I heard you were a, I heard you're a, I heard you're a Jets fan. Yeah. And I said, yeah. He goes, yeah, my team had it real rough too. And I like <laughs> look at him. I was like, yeah. And he just goes, yeah, my team gave up 460 passing yards to Tua Tungo Vailoa and we lost. I'm like, oh, you're a Chargers fan, huh? He goes, yep. So both of our teams this season are not quite starting out how we thought they were. <laughs> they would. Dude, if I had known that guy, I would have said something real mean. But yeah. I like, whatever. Just go back to your hole. Yeah, are yeah, you yeah. fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah, they're they're all experiencing the same thing. Those deer just ran across the. Oh, okay. You look road. shocked. Uh, yeah, dude, it's all equal. Well, what because you guys lost by a field goal to a good Miami team? Yeah, that's we're, equivalent we're def- to losing Aaron Rodgers. We're definitely on equal footing. Yeah. Get the f- <laughs> oh my god, dude! <laughs> I hate ca- I hate casuals, man. Yeah, I hate oh, yeah. the casual yeah, yeah, fans. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, either know what the fuck you're talking about, yeah. or just shut up. I feel like I've seen a lot of like apologists for the jets i feel like uh like the from general like comments that i'm reading like people are like bummed that it happened i think there was a lot of people who want it was this nfl it was the sports storyline of the summer story dude they wanted to see everybody wanted to see rogers whether you're a fan of the jets or not i think everybody wanted to for better or worse, I think there are people who wanted to see him fail there. Oh, yeah. Are disappointed because but they, they don't get watched. to see it. Yes. Everybody wanted to watch it. Did you hear about that bar? Yes. Yeah, that was Just awesome. Screw those people. Yeah, that's hilarious. Because, like, one thing, right, and I think those people are, I think that anybody who was there, I'm not saying everybody there was trash. Yeah. I think it was a dumb thing to try to celebrate. But what, at the bar? Yeah. So, what we're talking about real quick is at, oh, the, at right. this bar in... Uh, was it in Green Bay? Uh, it was in Madison. Madison. Um, Capital Wisconsin. of Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh, they, there was this bar who was saying if uh, if the Jets lose, they'll pay everybody's tab. But so, you had to have opened the tab before kickoff. Okay. And Rogers had the, the t- Rogers had to start where the two oh, okay. were the Which, two um, parameters of okay. it. And he was going to do that for the whole season. What? Yeah. Anytime that uh, you opened your tab prior to kickoff yeah. and Rodgers started the game and the Jets lost, he would pick up the tab for that. For, he would Everyone. pick up your tab for everyone so who, who those goes parameters. So down and Four everybody snaps. just starts buying drinks and partying and the Jets won. On a walk-off. On a walk-off punt return yeah. in overtime, so which they is all had to pay their tab. Which, which is amazing. He, here's my thought process on this: if you if you were taking advantage of that bar owner, yeah, I feel like you're kind of a piece of shit. I mean, it's kind of a good deal, dude. I feel like all right, it's a, a good couple, gamble. All right, so I liken it to this, right? Okay. okay, so if you're if you're the person there who were like, okay, that's that's fun, yeah. Rogers just went down, mm-hmm. right? If there was, if Rogers was playing the whole game, I would, and you wanted to risk it, yeah, because there's like a 50 50 chance that that, that would game's almost make go, it more fun, though. Yeah, to me, like you're actually putting a wager on it, right? Yeah, right. Whereas when Rogers goes down, no one, like I am, 
the most diehard Jet fan. I walked I walked out of my house. Yeah. Like, I didn't come back in the house yeah. the rest of the game. You you texted me and were like, is this really happening? And I looked at the score because I wasn't watching, and I go, it's 3-3. Three to three. What's he talking about? And they're like, no, Rodgers went down. I was like, oh, no. Yeah. yeah. So if you're the person <laughs> who are like, oh, shit, Rodgers is down, now I'm going to rack up a five six hundred dollar tab to okay. take advantage of this bar owner i feel like that's kind of shitty i feel like that's kind of shitty i disagree, disagree? Yeah. i feel like it's kind of the guy who if you all went out to dinner okay as friends okay this is like, right this is your like nightmare scenario if you right if no 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 not not the sharing thing <laughs> i know but you're like you going out to dinner is i feel like such a like anxious jake i only thing. kyle it's i only eat with kylie do were you anxious at cheyenne's birthday at that barbecue place no okay that was fine okay <laughs> um i try i mean i get you. i mean i get social anxiety sure sure but in terms of like the process of restaurants restaurants and, yeah oh yeah oh yeah it's yeah it's a very anxious experience so what do you think this, what do you liken it to i'm like i'm likening it to you and a bunch of buddies say you and five buddies go out to eat yeah and kind of towards the end of the meal check hasn't come yet one of your buddies says hey guys we haven't seen each other in a while yeah i got it tonight yeah 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 one dude then goes oh shit and then starts ordering no a bunch way. of expensive expensive no stuff no way i feel like it's this, we we all know someone who is like that i'm not going out to any if i'm going out with friends and i'm offering to pay i'm not doing it if someone i know is like that someone i know is like Someone I know, if someone I know is like that and is there, I'm not offering. But also, you have somebody who would do that. I I know I, th- I feel like I know people. I hate when I'm going out to eat and like this happened the other day. This happened the other day. Um, we all went out to eat and Clay was like, "I'm gonna get a beer," and I was like, "I'm gonna get a beer." And then so like I got another I got a beer and then the lady the waitress came back and was uh, by anybody does anybody want anything I was like yeah I'll take another beer and it was dead guy I like dead guy and Clay was like this is disgusting and I'm like I promise me I promise you the second one's better because <laughs> you've already had one so mm-hmm. it tastes a little better sure. uh, and he's like okay I'll get another one and then someone picked up the whole dinner tab and it's like I felt bad for ordering two beers mm-hmm. which I I, I would I'm like I'm splurging for me. Yeah, I'm going to, you know, See, I hate it when people want to buy because then I don't order what I would normally want to. order. Had I known that prior, I wouldn't have. Mm-hmm. I would have limited myself, which, which sucks because it, you when you go out to dinner, you don't want to limit yourself. Like, right. You're going out as a tree. Right. Exactly. It's something hard to do. And you've got kids and everything. So oh, going yeah. out at this point is a freaking process. Yeah. So like when you go out, like it's kind of like it's a little extra special than it used to be. Oh, so like yeah. for me, I'm like, but if I'm going out, I'm actually going to really get what I want. Right. And that would kind of I, I hate when people are like, oh, I'm going to pay because then you're just kind of like, oh, well. What if they surprise pay at the end? Well, then I feel bad like you did. Yeah. <laughs> but they wouldn't do it if they one couldn't and two didn't want to. I know. But still. But so if you're ever going to take me out and pay for it, you or anyone listening. Don't tell me till after. Mm. Yeah, I feel like that's the best. <laughs> because then you're just guilted the whole time, mm-hmm. the whole time. Yeah, exactly. And like then I was like, I'm getting two beers. I'm having fun. I'm laughing. And then the shame came. And then it, opposed it, to the shame being the whole time. Oh, what would you like to drink? Uh, just water. Yeah. Oh, I do it all the time. If someone's like, I'm gonna, I'll get dinner tonight. I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll get water and a salad. <laughs> 
You guys have the can uh, adults order off the kids menu? Here? Yeah, right. Oh, that's <laughs> genius. Can I just get a side? <laughs> Just a side of fries, please. Totally, and that kind of like this whole conversation reminds me of something that happened today. Uh, one of the, one of our coworkers like got up at the end of the day because we were working the lobby, and he goes, "Now I don't know." And this is one of my—I've talked to you about this coworker before. He's very quiet, mm-hmm. but when he gets animated, he cracks me up. I love hearing him like interact with the public, and like he gets up and he goes, "Now, Jeff, I don't know what kind of person you are." But when the place says it closes down at 4, that means they close down at 3.30. Someone walks in the door at 3.59 today. <laughs> and that's, that's unex- I don't know. I, I don't, that's unacceptable. I like, saw him running along the building and then running into the door, then checking in, grabbing a number, and then someone called him right away because we were all... It was slow mm-hmm. to begin with. Yeah. But then you're going to walk in the door at 359. That's brutal. Hopefully he didn't need a whole lot. No, I think it was taken care of pretty quickly. But that got me thinking of like, are you that kind of person? Like like this person suggested, mm. if you look at a place where you need to be there and it's getting close half hour before closing time, are you going to go or not? And I guess it depends on the kind of place, right? A restaurant? No. No. No, because it's... It, it, it takes never, it, yeah. it it never takes just the amount of time and when you talk about the all of the cleaning up that's going to have to take place afterwards mm. for the staff like you're keeping them way later than, yeah. than and i know they're paid up by the hour nobody most Who people says that most i hear that Oof. the You've people some, the people i don't go to dinner with some anymore. of the people you know in your life have very poor that's the reason why I don't go out to dinner with people most <laughs> of the time. Restaurant etiquette, dude. That's why I don't go out to dinner with I people. I don't blame you. But I was also thinking, every job I've ever had, literally every job I've ever had, I mean every job I've ever had, has always been you work until the job is done. Mm. So let's look at like, uh, except for like, you know, I worked in my, my machine shop with my dad, right? He was, a, he was a manager of a machine shop. He still is. But I would go and I'd operate machines for eight hours. Eight hours comes, you clock out, you go home. Hmm. Right at the time. Sure. Every other job after that, literally Target. I worked at Target in the morning stocking shelves. And we did it until we were done. The store would open. We'd start at four. The store would open at eight or nine. And then customers would start coming in and. There's no, you don't, we're not waiting for a last customer. You go until you're done. Mm -hmm. Then when I got into trucking, you go until you're done. Until all the work's done, you work until it's all done. And then I was thinking about you who had worked in retail, and I was like, that is a job. Those are jobs, restaurants and retail, where someone can walk in at the last minute, and you're kind of just stuck. Mm -hmm. I can't tell how many times I had to stay late. That's what I was going to say. It probably happened all the time. All the time. People, which is why I, people will... Are they by browsing? There'll be there'll be people who yeah or whatever. Um, <laughs> oh, they'll need something super complicated last second. Oh, like we no. I, we would have guys come in during fish like during kind of prime fishing season. Yeah, would come in with just a, like a basket of reels, wanting all their like wanting new line put on all of their reels <gasps> like right at the end of closing. Uh, or they'd come in and want to buy a gun right at <sighs> closing, and then like you got to do the whole background check process. Yeah, um, and. So I would just tell him to come back tomorrow. Sometimes we would. Okay. Yeah. That's insane. But when I was a manager, yeah. that's 
what it was. Sorry, come back tomorrow. Oh, yeah, for uh, sure. But when I, I had managers, because I was there for so long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That were like, no, we're not missing out on the sale because mm. ownership ownership wants you to yeah. stay. Yeah, yeah. So unless you're risk willing to risk that person calling ownership and saying, hey, I wasn't yeah. served. I mean, you you're, kinda, you're, take, ownership, you're taking a little bit of an own. You're taking a little <laughs> bit of uh, a risk there, but I didn't give it. I mean, I never gave a shit. Yeah. I was not. Mm-mm. Unless I knew I could get the person out in a reasonable amount of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Like I even started. I even got to the point where I when I was managing. Yeah. I stop. I would say I would page ahead of time and say um, we we close at seven. Like towards the, at the, during the pandemic, we close at seven. Yeah. And I'd be like it's seven. Uh, at six thirty, I give like a fifteen minute warning. Six thirty, yeah. we're closing the license machines because licenses would take forever. Right, right? and right. then at the end of the day, they would back everything oh. up. So I'd be like, six thirty, we're closing our licensing machines at six thirty, mm-hmm. and I would get people. If that's like, what they wanted. Get there. Be there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So that's smart. Uh, I would do it everything I could because nobody. Dude, you're a you, good you, boss, Jake. You don't understand, like, I, unless you can't worked, wait till you're my boss. Unless you've worked in that kind of that kind of industry you've worked in yeah. that kind of job you don't under I, I feel like if you're the person out there doing that you've never been in one of those jobs per se mm-hmm. or you just lack awareness awareness yeah because dude you just don't understand when you come in that late how much you're pushing everybody like how much yes. you're pushing the whole process yes. back i mean with with um Social Security, I guess, is quote not quite as bad because right. most of us are going to be there past four anyway. Right. Um, not me. Not, I guess, not you. <laughs> yeah, you're out. The second is four on one. I'm running out the door. Yeah, dude. I guess it's just me on my late day because I'm there till five thirty, right. regardless of right. what time the last person leaves the lobby. But I sometimes will get that way if I'm feeling it. I'll hang out and I'll help someone. Mm-hmm. You know, if if I see the same person helping the last person every Thursday. Yeah. I don't want them to do that, yeah. so I'll take it. So yeah, I mean, go. like, if you think about, like, but food's completely different. If yeah. You think about, like, I, I remember uh, I was with a friend of mine, and we went to Dairy Queen. Yeah. And they start closing down and cleaning up their grill and everything mm-hmm. before closing, mm-hmm. and it was, like, five minutes before they closed. Oh. And my, my oh. the friend I was with was like, I want chicken strips. <gasps> and they're like, well, it's going to take a while. We have to restart up the grill, yeah. which means that they already shut everything down and yeah. cleaned it all. And he's like, oh, okay. And I was like, I looked at him. I'm like, dude, if someone did that to you at Fisherman's, yeah. you would be pissed. Yeah. And he goes, well, people have done it to me, so I'm just gonna, I'm just giving it back. And I was like, that's the okay, karma you're giving okay, out. But that's those people didn't. Yeah, exactly. Right. Those yeah. people didn't. Yeah. I, I was like, never again. <laughs> oh, never again. I, I just were you drive through or were you in the store? Uh, so it was the walk up Dairy Queen in, in downtown Vancouver. Oh, okay, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Still embarrassing because then what you're gonna stand I didn't, there? I, I didn't order. I literally walked down to the Walgreens. Um, you a, left? Yeah, <laughs> I left. That's amazing. I left in there. I wasn't standing. Yeah. I wasn't standing there Hell taking those no. taking those daggers. No way. Yeah, dude. Uh-uh. I wasn't wasn't being associated with that. Bit filled chicken strips, dude. Yeah. The only way I the only way I would go into a retail establishment yeah in the last half hour before them close they close is if i knew exactly what i wanted yes and the only way and i'm not going into a restaurant within the hour before they close right right that's just my rule there's this uh little little store uh next to um cheyenne's taekwondo and it closes at seven every day and when i take her uh we get there about six forty five, six fifty. but i always know if i want anything it's always something to drink like a seltzer or something. Sure. So I go in. It's a big store. 
not like a it's like a privately owned store. It's not like a big box store or name store or anything. So I walk in and I see the guy and they'll have stuff outside that they'll start putting into the store when they're closing up mm-hmm. 10 minutes before 15 minutes. before. Sure. And I always run in there. And as I run in, I see the guy and I go, I go, I'll be out by I go, I'll be out in no time. I promise. And he's like, you're all right, because I know what I'm getting. Mm-hmm. I go in, I grab it. I get in line. It's 650. And there's a guy in front of me who's got a box of things and then not only does he have a box of things he's like i'm gonna pay for half of these things with ebt and then the other half will do on my card and then the whole time i'm standing there i'm so embarrassed because the guy's done putting all the things in the store he really doesn't care Mm -hmm. but i'm thinking like i said i would be out by seven and i'm not like i felt like shit Mm. but Totally. Yeah. If you know where you're going to go in, I'll go zoom in, zoom out. Mm-hmm. But then you always like I got stuck behind. There was only one checker. Right. So there's one guy just talk. Dude, he was like, did you hear there? There was a lion out on Haystack Rock. And the cashier was like, no, I didn't hear that. And he's like, I didn't see it, but I heard it on the news. <laughs> He was just like that. That guy is the classic uh, SSI recipient who <laughs> like doesn't talk, doesn't have anybody to talk to. Yeah, yeah. So anytime they get an opportunity in a captured audience, yes, they're getting out. He was every, a captured audience. They get everything out of the that's been trapped in their mind since the last time they talked to a human being. How long ago was that? It could have been anywhere. How long was that cougar on the rocks? How long ago? Yes. Oh, that was like a. It was. Over a month ago. Yeah, and this guy's like, take, he's like talking about it. But the cashier did say something weird. He's like, I've never been to Lincoln City. And to me, that's just weird. Is that weird? Haystacks Rock's not in Lincoln I City. I know it's not. Okay. But they had talked about, okay, not only did the guy talk about seeing a lion, he heard about a lion at Haystack Rock, but then he started going city by city and telling the cashier what, the, what he liked about each city, major city on the Oregon coast. How, dude, that guy must have been there for a while. <laughs> he was there for a long time, dude. I think I left at like seven oh five, and I was in line at seven or six fifty two. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> he must have really wanted that drink. Just me? Yeah. I mean, I was gonna sit in the car. I don't, you know. Let's get. I'm just trying to sure. stay hydrated, dude. Yeah, I, get I don't you. know. I get you. Plus, I told him I'd be fast enough, and then I kept looking at him like, "It ain't me, dude." <laughs> I didn't do mm-hmm. that, but I kept looking at him like, "I'm trying, dude. I'm, I'm really trying." <laughs> Stupid. I hate people, dude. dude. They're the worst. People, people are the absolute worst. I, um, yeah, it was, it was not, it just, I feel like just, we live with a lot of, we just walk amongst a lot of dum-dums. Oh, yeah. I feel like to succeed in today's world, you don't, like, I think the, the bar mm-hmm. to be just marginally successful. Yes. Is so low right now. So low. That's why a bunch of dummies walking around and they're still failing. They're still. Never mind. (laughs) Uh, You know that Chevron over here by Uh, the fairgrounds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, (laughs) That that one's a mess. Is it? Yeah. Why? (laughs) It's just. It's a mess. Why is it a mess? It's a mess. It's a mess. It's a mess. (laughs) There's signs all over it that says, do not park here for concert parking. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, who the fuck is parking there? Oh, dude, everybody. That is insane. That's insane. Trying to get out of that parking lot when people are trying to come in and out. Oh, the Chevron? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, I had to go all the way around this way because there's an event. Yeah. And I was like, 
I was turning left, and I was like, F it, and I went right out of my house. Oh, you did? Yeah, because I was going to go Then you went down to 139th and... Over by the Goodwill and all that. Yeah, the 139th. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's... Uh, <sighs> yeah, no, it's um, it's a great... This area is great, but that is the... I'm, I'm looking forward to concert season being over, so... Mm, I didn't I realize that. Yeah, that. I didn't think about that. That, mm-hmm. it's, that is going to end. But I am going to a concert... In two uh, weeks? 21. Move 20. along, move along like I know you do. That's the only band out of that whole lineup I haven't seen. I was thinking about that today. I'm surprised. Actually, I'm not that shocked that you haven't seen them. Yeah, it's too they, big. They, that's not your thing. No. They're not your thing. I'll stick around and watch. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to watch them. They're the headliner, right? Yeah, I can't believe that. I mean, Newfound Glory is pretty effing big. I'm so Yeah. I feel like Newfound Glory is a... You're right. It's it's bigness. Yes. All American Rejects were the casual pop punk listeners yes. in high school. Yes. And that's who's going to those concerts. I would say that is like casual, like number one tier. And then like below ca- anything after that is like anyone who genuinely listened to it. And of course, Newfound Glory, I think, is right there. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Fallout Boys was pretty casual. Oh, is it? I feel like Fallout Boys is pretty casual. They're massive right now. They are massive. And they're coming they're- out with a new... They're coming out with a new album, right? I think they already did. Did they? And their guitar player quit. Pete Wentz quit? No, he's the bass player. Dude, come on. You don't even know this Pete band. Wentz is the bass player? Yeah, dude. Oh, that shows you how much I know about them. And he writes all the lyrics. Um, their lead singer is a kind of an odd guy. He is a weirdo. But they're going on tour with... They're playing with Jimmy World. That would be a really good concert. Yeah. And they're playing at Moda. Oh, that's going to be expensive. No shit. That's what I'm saying. They're bigger than yeah. All American Rejects. Oh, for sure. Um, but then it's All American Rejects, Newfound Glory, Motion City Soundtrack. I feel like there's someone else. The Get Up Kids. Yeah. Yeah, because Starting Line's playing the East Coast League, which bummed me out because I would like to see them. But <sighs> Starting Line, that's OG. Yeah. Starting Line, I watched video of them on YouTube recently, and they are not good. That's what you're saying. They are not good. But they, they, they were way before. I feel like they, they were coming out with music before All American Rejects. They're older. Oh than yeah. Them, yeah. Oh yeah. I think all those bands are older than All American Rejects. Yeah. All, I well, feel maybe like, Motion City. Uh, there. Motion City's. I think in the same time frame. I love Motion City. So I remember so their first album was in like '08. Who? Motion City. Yeah, something like that. Oh, dude. It was like I, I was like a junior in high school. I think when I yeah. first heard them. Yeah. I'm. I've already. Just, I've already scouted the merch. Mm-hmm. I'm buying a Motion City soundtrack shirt. Really? I've already picked out the one I want. Like I am excited. I was. I was all set to buy a Blink shirt. Yeah. And I didn't like any of the offerings Me they had. Either. So I didn't buy one. Yeah. You can find cooler shit like elsewhere yeah. for them. Their tour shirts weren't great. I like the world tour kind of image, and mm-hmm. I thought that would be fun, but nah. Did uh so uh. Are you? Was this your birthday present? Because you've got a birthday coming up. Mm. Or was this just something you bought spur of the moment? She, no, she said like, "Hey, do you want to do this like as a birthday gift?" And I said, "Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Sounds awesome." Mm-hmm. So she okay. bought the tickets. Cool. I wouldn't be surprised if she did more. Is it just uh, you guys? Just her and I. Nice. Yeah, it's gonna be, be nice. old school, dude. That'd be cool. That'd be really old good school. for you guys. I bet you guys really could use that. With I mean, going and seeing Barbie felt like luxurious <laughs> without kids yeah like it felt like we're getting away with something yeah, so to go like, to a rock and roll concert right that's long that's probably gonna be longer than a movie oh yeah yeah just be out all night that'd be nice well and 
I think Liz and Dave are going to come and stay with the kids until the oh, show's over. Cool. So it's like, that's a commitment. Yeah. And you're going to do it? All right. Okay. The, uh, Kylie sent me a funny uh, a gift today or like yeah. a little like uh, TikTok Meme? short oh, okay. thing. Real? It, uh, real. And uh, it was this woman like crying and it just said when you realize being a parent means you have to ask for your parents permission to go out again Mm -hmm. and it's Mm -hmm. like so that 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 hit yeah because it's like oh my god i can't go out now unless yeah i ask somebody else (laughs) it is true it is true and like when you like jen was like i don't even know if anyone's gonna watch the kids it's on a wednesday and i just bought the tickets She's like, so I don't know, maybe you could find one of your friends to go. And like that bummed me out when she said that. Mm-hmm. But that's the reality of being a yeah. parent, dude. It's insane. Yeah. And then so she sent out a mass text to the family and was like, can anyone please like I want to do this for Jeff. Can anyone please just hang out with the kids? Uh, the, I almost said his name. The foster son will go to sleep pretty. You know, he'll go mm-hmm. to sleep. Uh, and then you just have to hang out. Um, and Cheyenne will, can just go up into her room and hang out until bedtime or whatever. She's got school the next day. It's really just hanging out at the home and making sure that nothing happens yeah, while they're there. Um, and yeah, Liz and Dave were like, yeah, we'll do it. And I'm like, dude, that is that is clutch right there. That's that awesome. Rad. So, dude, I like I don't know. I'm excited. I'm excited. It's going to be a, well, one, it's good. It'll be good music. Yeah, it'll be nice to get out. Yeah, I think she got pretty good seats, too. Just, like, just you guys. Not in the pit, but like. I think like pretty pretty close. Yeah, just I, I like that venue. Have you sat in the seats before for a concert? Yes, there I sat. <laughs> I sat in the seats for Slayer. <laughs> and, That's odd. Uh, what was cool about Slayer? Okay, you know who bought those tickets? Who? My parents. Really? For themselves, and then. Oh yeah, th- I. Of course, your parents are Slayer fans because yeah, th- I don't think people know they started out as like an '80s hair metal. I mean, they're thrash metal. Yeah, yeah, they're massive, but they. My parents love my my dad loves them. My mom was just like, "Yeah, I'll go," because it's like it's almost ironic that she's going to Slayer, I guess. But she'll go and watch a live show. Anthrax was there, and they were fucking good. Like Anthrax is good. They are good, dude. I was most impressed by them. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's someone else. Lamb of God played, I think, to open. Okay, but I didn't. I didn't. That's a good three band yeah. lineup. Oh, yeah. I'm not a huge fan of Lamb of God, but yeah, that, that would be if you're yeah. into, if you're into heavier stuff. That's, that's I mean a good... Slayer, just the imagery, like the devil imagery. Yeah. It, like it's a goof, right? Mm-hmm. They're not really devil worshippers. It's just a, a theme, right? It's a dramatic show, mm-hmm. and they had like. Like goat heads, it was obnoxious. But my parents were like, "We're going to Slayer. Do you want to go?" And I was like, "Yeah." And then my brother was like, "Yeah." So then, what was cool is, uh, after a few drinks, my brother's like, "Dude, let's go in the pit." And you could go, you couldn't go up to the front pit if you were seated, but they let you go up to the lawn. Dude, so many people in the lawn were moshing. Really? Yeah, it was wild. Uh, And then I think I sat there. Nope, I've sat in other amphitheater seats. I sat in amphitheater seats for Blink and Weezer. Mm. And when I saw Blink and it was on the Neighborhoods tour, I told, remember I told mm-hmm. you I was uh, I was a week after surgery, so oh, I got yeah. handicapped mm-hmm. seating right up front, which was cool. Gotcha. So I have, but I think we're closer than I've ever sat at this particular stadium. Okay. Have you sat up there? Uh, at, in the seats at amphitheater? Yeah. I've never sat in the grass. Oh damn! Well, I've only been to three. Con- oh, brag! I've, yeah. o- but I've only ever been to three concerts. There. Who did you see? Uh, Def Leppard and Journey. Of course. Def Leppard and Foreigner. If you say Def Leppard one more time, I'm getting up and I'm leaving. <laughs> and Def Leppard and Poison. <laughs> oh God! I think my parents were there, and all of them. I'm sure they were. 
I was like the youngest, especially when I was there as a freshman in high yeah. school by myself. Yeah. I was the I I was like, what was the freshman show? Uh, I was uh, it was Journey before the Filipino Parnell. guy. Oh, it was before Parnell, uh-huh. dude. And that singer in that had to be early 2000s. Uh, it was 2004. Yeah. That Journey singer. Like. Steve Perry is a legend, but that Steve, Steve, his name was Steve too. I can't remember it, but mm. that singer yeah. was so good. He they came out good. with a live DVD. In, it's Journey 2001 with that singer. Mm-hmm. He crushes Because they went to Parnell right after this concert. Like, I, I think, yeah, I think the other guy was, got like throat cancer or oh, something. Really? Yeah, yeah, it was 2000. It was actually the summer of 2005 that I went. Oh. Um, and it was, it was a great, that was, that was a fantastic concert. The second time I saw Def Leppard, uh, it was towards the end of Steve Gary. Sorry, Steve Gary. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, the second time I saw them it was towards the end of their tour. Mm-hmm. And you can tell when a band gets to the end of their tour. Oh, they kind of mail it in a little. But bit. But also, have you ever seen a band on the beginning of their tour? No, it's sloppy. Is it? It's not as like chopped. We got we got Blink. I think right in the sweet spot. I think so too. They were just kind of coming off of a rest period. Off of resting from a leg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, three shows they, in from they, a leg. And they had worked through their... I'm assuming they had worked through their kinks. Although they yeah. were tight at... Uh, um, what's, Coachella? What's, what's the... Yeah, the douche festival. Was it Coachella? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I felt like they were pretty tight yeah, at yeah. that. I mean... They're playing... They're fucking when you're playing ballers, op- When you're dude. playing open air, it's harder. You're not going to yeah. sound quite as good. Yeah. But um, I thought they were... I thought yeah. they were really... Did I you thought, sit close at these shows? Yeah. 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 Who'd you go with? Uh, I went by myself the first one. One person? By myself, yeah. Shut. You're a serial killer, dude. You heard that? It, I, dude, what, I, I don't know what fr- year it is. I didn't have friends. My I don't fresh- know what year it is that the the um, curator of this show is listening. But, yes, 50 years ago, this is an additional piece to the evidence that Jake is a serial killer. The the uh, the blueberry bagels and this going by yourself to oh a concert. Oh, my God. God, I didn't have friends. I could never. You go to the movies by yourself? No, never done. Okay, that. all right. That's a little evidence towards your sanity, but Jesus, Jake, I didn't have friends. Dude. And you sat in a seat? Yeah. At least in the lawn, you could pretend like you're with other people. <laughs> I, in uh, it was sad because I'd never been to a concert before. That was so your first concert. That was my first ever by concert. yourself. Yeah. Dude, this I didn't is have the saddest episode. I didn't have anyone to go with. Holy so like shit. I had been working all summer with my dad in construction. Yeah. So I didn't really have like like I didn't have a summer. Yeah. So I remember they like I saw somewhere in the paper In the paper that Def Leppard was coming. <laughs> and so like I bought tickets yeah. with the money I made during the summer working yeah. construction and I used to check for bands his, all the time in the paper. His by the way. buddy, uh like this guy that worked with my dad. Yeah. Uh, worked the beer one of the beer gardens yeah. there, and he was like, "I'll drive you, and then I'll give you a ride home afterwards." So he worked the beer garden. I went into the show. I had this never is been getting sadder. Too. I had never <laughs> been to a concert before, and I'm standing there, just little old freshman me, yeah. which I was like a bean pole. Yeah. And this old woman, this old forty year old woman there, yeah. was trying to hand hand me vodka the entire show. <laughs> I turned it down because I was a good boy. Yeah. And uh, we um, love good boys. <laughs> We love good boys. And uh, afterwards, like they what they they finished uh-huh. and they got off. They 
they they got off the stage. Whoa, and whoa! They finished and they got off. <laughs> what are they doing? <laughs> what show did you go to by yourself? Uh, <laughs> the band is. The- Completed their set. The van has completed their sets. They walk off <laughs> yeah. uh, stage Encore. Left. Encore. I didn't know about encores. Oh, did I, you miss I, it? I was like, oh, man, I can't believe they didn't play Pour Some Sugar on me. That's so <laughs> weird. I I leave I leave the amphitheater. Nobody else is leaving. I'm yeah. just like, all right, whatever. I'm just walking. Losers, all of a sudden, I'm about to beat the traffic. All of a sudden, I hear is love is like a bomba 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 bomba, yeah. and I stop and I look back at the at the out. Are the you outside, outside of, the, of the outside of this arena? But I'm not outside the gates okay. yet. And I I didn't know if I could go back in or not. And I just stood out there and I was like, oh man, I missed <gasps> I missed I missed it. I didn't realize it. That was my first concert experience. Holy shit. More evidence to the bodies, dude. <laughs> oh my god. That is the saddest thing. Yeah, it kind of sucked. Yeah. You did or that did? That that sucked. Okay. I, I'm, I'm I thought sure you I said I did. I was like, no, stop it. You don't say that. Um, holy shit. Well then good. I'm glad that I hope that your last concert experience was my, the last concert experience was great, yeah. and I had a uh, the, the second time I went to Def Leppard, I went with a friend, uh-huh. um, and I, I actually drove. That was when I first got my license, my driver's license, mm-hmm. and we drove there uh, in my uh, 1995 uh, white Forerunner. Yeah, and they were at the end of their tour. They weren't very good. Joe Elliott, the lead singer, kind of, uh, and they were with Poison. Yeah, and uh, anyway, so yeah, Poison, and they were just they weren't particularly very good. And then uh, that and was then the I, was that the one the, where there was the last of the yeah. Sh- tour? And then the, the third time I went, I took Kylie. Mm-hmm. It was um, after our senior year, so right after I graduated, they mm-hmm. came with um, Foreigner. Are they not playing anymore? Uh, not Foreigner. They came with Sticks. Oh, I fucking love Sticks. They came with Sticks. I love Sticks. And Sticks I would was love to sticks, sticks was good. Yeah. Um, I think you're Adam Sandler, dude. <laughs> sticks in the Jets, dude. I, the, the, like, I told myself that my entire life, like I had to listen to music that the the older people in my life listened to uh-huh. because, like, I needed to fit in. Like, I wanted to be looked at mm. by those people as being one of. The, I wanted to be one of the good kids. I listened sure. to country and classic rock. I listened to the good white. You were people. obedient. I listened to the good white people music. Yeah, right. I didn't, and so now, now the reason why I'm in, I feel like. I, I always loved Blink, yeah, but I could never like really allow myself to openly mm. listen to it because I was afraid of being judged. Yeah, so I was like, because and then everybody, I always got such like, oh, Jake, you're into such good music from the old guys at Fisherman's I worked with, <laughs> or from the uh, for like my dad's friends or yeah. whatever. And yeah. It's like, oh, like my like Jake is he loves the you know he loves the classic rock, right? I mean, it's like it was that was their music when they were kids, right? So yeah, uh, I mean, I do like some classic rock but it's hard to listen to now why like as an adult it's kind of harder to listen to it's just not as good like yeah yeah it's i don't know maybe i just over listened to it that's in my probably youth. The so case. it's just like i listen to it now and i'm just like uh it's not really saying anything there's really no like meaning are you talking to specifically it. about def leppard i i still like def okay. leppard for the nostalgia yeah i don't know man i can listen to queen like anytime and love it yeah, some of those bands. I mean, some of those bands transcend. Journey. They trans. Some of those bands transcend. Yeah, time, yeah, But yeah. you listen to like 
some of the, like the W, the real hair metal bands yeah, yeah, now, yeah, yeah, and yeah, you're yeah. just like, oh. Those openers, some of those openers mm-hmm. um, that you were mentioning, uh, I don't even know. Like, po- like Poison. Poison. Poison is. No thanks. Poison, especially old Poison. Yeah, no thanks. Honestly, oh, even to, uh, uh, Motley Crue. No thanks. Oh, but they're in the same vein as Poison. Yeah, exactly. That's like that lower tier. <laughs> well, Molly Crew is huge. Okay, maybe they're the upper term. Maybe they're maybe they're the all American uh, rejects. Mean, right. I think they were <laughs> they were the popular hair metal. Yeah. Oh, I hear so, it. So hey, Wells is here. So Um uh, my first show was Blink one eighty two. That was your first? Mm-hmm. Which album? It was the Mark Tom and Travis tour show. Oh, okay. The live album that they came out with. Did they write uh, Man Overboard specifically for that show, or was mm-hmm. that was that on? Dude, was Man Overboard on? It was a single release. It was a single. It wasn't release. on any album. Okay. And that was the Mark Tom and Travis show with Jimmy World and Bad Religion. I don't know Bad Religion. That's old. Is it it's okay. more punkish stuff? I feel like Phoenix TX might have been there too. Have you ever heard them? Mm-mm. You never heard All My Fault? I don't think so. Oh, I'll have to check it out, dude. Okay. Well, thanks for. Providing the evidence for the future, and I'll let you go hang out with your kid. But I'll uh, allow it. <laughs> Hunter Biden got indicted. Yeah, dude, there's so much going on. Uh, real quick, did you hear about the aliens in Mexico? No, <laughs> I, I had a whole thing to talk about with aliens today. I'm a little disappointed we didn't get to it, but well, we'll get, keep we'll notes because people we'll want to hear what you. I, mean, you I spent been, a I have little been, bit of time talking about the Jets. I have so. been studying nonstop about this particular thing called the Fermi paradox. Okay, and the great. Um, in the the great filter theory about life in the cosmos, and is it convincing evidence that they exist? No, it's just it's just a way of thinking about it, and 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 I think it helps put into perspective. What's it called? The Fermi paradox. I thought you said something else, like relating to mustard hands. Um, NASA, <laughs> the <laughs> Nermi paradox. NASA promises transparency as it steps up UFO research. They had a hearing today. I think was it a hearing? Today? Okay, they can yeah. promise. I mean, I, I don't think trust there's, the government. There's never you been, don't trust the government. There's never been contact. And I think when we discuss the Fermi paradox and the Great Filter theory, uh-huh. I think it'll become more apparent that it life happened. is life is as incredibly rare, and we sh- need to pump the brakes. We we need to refocus our minds to this really planet. preserving, per, like really preserving this planet i mean yeah i 100 percent agree but i think it but nobody's even, going when to you talk about the these theories i feel like it it it's dude it was mind-blowing i have not been able How'd to stop discover these? reading and watching videos on this on this paradox okay it's, it's, you better bring the knowledge next right, week ne- i have i have notes okay I have so many notes okay we'll talk about it next week all right bye bye, bye.